Anyway, uh, hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. We are back. I am drinking today because tonight I'm going to go see Tim Dillon at very soon after this. So Where? Uh, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. 2 Yes. I don't like Shepherd's Bush. I don't like West London in general. Um, there's too much there's open a quiet, space. There's a quiet death about it. Yeah. Not a loud death. Like there is in East London. No. It's a quiet death, a slow fade away. Who I find going? the whole Shaper's Bush area is kinda I don't know. Obviously like the Notting Hill, there's there's parts to it that are nice. Yeah. But um as soon as you start heading out west it starts really. And you go there expecting like to see some naked farmers, but you don't get any. That is a Shepherd's Bush pun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, but yes, in, in East London, w- w- uh, I posted my story last night about the screaming foxes or cats. Foxes. Foxes. Cats don't make noises like that. Um, and that that's sort of a, a reality that we've sort of come to terms with, but it is f- pretty insane the noises that yeah. they, they make. The fir- one of the first nights we were here, me and Taha both faced the the, uh, the garden where all the, 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 the fox sex parties happen. And we, I, the first time I heard it, I obviously just went straight into the garden thinking, what in the world? Like concern for a neighbour's safety. Mostly like a neighbour's child's safety. Were you in your Crocs with a with I was in my Crocs and, and nothing else on. And <laughs> the fireplace What's poker, good? yeah. For the non-existent <laughs> fireplace that we have. I just have one just in here? case. What is all the racket? <laughs> um, <laughs> cutting a very, a very um, scary image. Because <laughs> I'm the first Can one to react. Down in there? Yeah. As if you're using it. For Excuse me. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Um, got a toilet plunger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he came down. I came out. He came down. We were both like, and it was a genuine question. We were like, is someone torturing a child? Um, and then eventually. Which is not a, a discourse you want to be at all reasonable. It was like 1 a.m. Yeah. It's a Tuesday night. Yeah. You can't be torturing You can't child. be torturing that's, children. That's Think weekend. about your neighbours. That's weekend activity. Exactly. If it's Saturday up until midnight. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Some people have to get up for work in the morning. <laughs> so you could torture a child, but as soon as it hits 1 a.m., then it's all right. I know it's the weekend, Ex- but you got to put that kid away. That's enough. No, knocking on the door being like, can you guys give it down? <laughs> yeah. Well, like Fred West, you're next to Fred West's house. <laughs> Guys, like, I know you. I, like, I'm not here to kick shame, but just no. It's what you do in your own house is your own business. But like, some of us have got work tomorrow. Um, but no, it's a it, it's an abhorrent noise. I befriended a fox recently. Another one. Another one. Yeah, you see. Yeah, you seem to take a lot of pride in being this sort of fox whisperer. Um, I'm any kind of animal whisperer. Uh, yeah, and so I take pride again. when there's truth. You take pride when there's any possibility to take pride is a potential. Uh, you just call me arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just happy about... I, I enjoy befriending animals and... We enjoy telling people about your befriending animals. <laughs> Who am I telling? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> well, slightly we're talking over, about slightly foxes. Slightly over a thousand people. Well, I'll thousand. let... We'll put this picture up because I know you love editing things yeah. into it. But can you actually put it up this yeah, time? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fed up of saying put this picture up and you don't put the picture up. Um, but this is the fox that I very recently... Look at this guy. He might be the cutest fox you've ever seen look how furry he is yeah it's pretty furry yeah it's a crazy furry fox look how close he is i gave him some cheese do you another one is there another cheese guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. foxes like but, cheese. um so there's um there's a, a back garden that's surrounded by all the houses with the house that doesn't seem to fit into our neighborhood let's not talk about that i can't still can't get over it 
they've got a giant garden surrounded by all sides. It's not clear where the entrance to the house is. There's weirdos who seem to live there. Who um, never open the curtains never open at any the curtains. point, ever. In their garden, it seems to be fully colonized by a family of bondage foxes. Yeah, yeah. These are foxes who seem to have group sex mm, regularly. Mm, take, like ratchet. Take party drugs. They take party drugs. Because I, I guess when, when foxes have sex, the, the, the noise is similar to being raped. Raped it or is, killed. Yeah. I, now, I haven't actually done enough research into it, but is it because fox sex is rape? With with the brutality of the animal kingdom, I wouldn't be surprised. Look, we can't rule anything out. But I also terrifying it. Just uh, I, that that it was pretty ridiculous last night. Um, so it has it wasn't that bad. Some that, of them is it, are, that some of them are a lot louder. Your room's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them go on for a lot longer and are a lot louder. Because Andrew's downstairs, um, and gets because of the my most... prote- my ability to protect the household. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's kind of like the groundsman. <laughs> <laughs> It's Me, Tara, yeah. and Adam live on the top floor. Yeah. Above all of this. I sort. switch off all the lights <laughs> and make sure we pay the bills and live downstairs. <laughs> Andrew gets the most mice in his room. Oh, yeah. He's the one f- f- fighting off the first wave yeah, of yeah. attacks of the kind of <laughs> wild animals that seem to. We're yeah. like we're in the middle of London. You'd you'd think the one thing you'd be safe from is loads of wild animals. But oh, I've no. seen more animals in this house than I have my whole time living in the yeah, countryside. Yeah, it's the difference between living in a nice house and a bad house. <laughs> yeah. It's got nothing to do with location. Mice are everywhere. It depends very about much, how well the house it's a is lot. Like. You know, you've got to have sharp elbows just to yeah. kind of try and make a surviving for yourself by just. Yeah. I've, like, I've given up with the mice. Um, yeah, frankly, apparently the mice this aren't is gonna, too. They, yeah. they aren't too bad though. Yeah, they are. Because they're 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 friendly. They're not rats. Yeah. Well, when you the know. guy came over, he was like, "Yeah, these are rat droppings." Uh, yeah. It's no, it's fucking terrible. Um, you don't want it when you're sleeping. No. Which has happened one too many times. Because it can't run over you ever. No. Oh my god. That's when I'd be on. I'd call Nick, our landlord. Yeah. And we're gonna name him on there because yeah, he's actually fucking shit. He's terrible. <laughs> But he's, there's a tactic, actually, of being such a terrible landlord that you just don't really address any of the problems the person's saying. And then, just give up. I can't because, be bothered you know, we're, I, I was threatening a rent strike. You know, we're obviously not making enough to live somewhere nicer, so we obviously don't have the sort of... Resources. Or uh, concentration. Yeah. Like, kind of, you well, know, he attention knows it's, it's order a to, to, keep, to keep going with an email chain. Yeah. He knows that. Because when you when you're when you're paying yeah. what we're paying, he knows that we're the kind of people who won't up who won't months. email over twice about an issue. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, I, I have. Yeah, but that's the well. I well, he might reply. Well, why do you think it's so cheap? The mice are also paying rent. Oh, that's that. That'll be a great line. That'll be, that'll be a great. I'll have you, it. You know what? Yeah. Open the doors. Let them in. You've won there. But yeah, so outside of your, it's there's, there's a creepiness to this house actually, especially at night. There's it's not like I think in the summer it's fine, but it can get. Creepy. When you got the fox sex parties, mm. you got the mice going around, and then just the it gets, it gets very dark very quick. What ha- well, the the crime that happens at the front of the house as well. Yeah, there um, was the, and people stop and have really loud conversations <laughs> in front of our door. There was one when it always does it happen with you because yeah, it happens yeah. all oh, the yeah. time when it's I'm home alone. Yeah, some guy I heard some people knock at the door. It was like 10 p.m. They it was just me in the house. They knocked at the door, and I was like. I'm just going to ignore that because nothing good can come from a 10 p.m. knock. Yeah. And I just heard two blokes having a conversation outside of it for ages. And I was like, well, I think I'm about to get robbed. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they just they scurried away after I peered out the window. That's creepy. You didn't tell me that. 
I actually kind of forgot about it. That's fucking scary as shit. Yeah. I do? actually forget to tell a lot of people a lot of things, I've realised. Yeah, because you're the groundsman. You're the one who... I am. I'm the one who should, <laughs> I should do a newsletter, a weekly Well, you're newsletter. the one on the... Gr- you, you're, you're dealing with most of the shit. From, you're being attacked from all ends. You've yeah, got yeah. mice running from inside Crime the in the front, mice got, in the back. you got I'm talk- foxes yeah. out the back. Bob, and you've got- Bulb on the laptop, <laughs> Nick on the emails. It's terrible. <laughs> God, I need to submit that meter reading. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Are we going to pay more energy bills? Yes. Yeah. How much more? Well, this isn't very interesting. No, but it's it's, it's it's relatable. Yeah, so I thought we're in in a lot of credit on our account because we've overpaid, basically. Because I didn't take it down over summer, so we wouldn't have like too much of a fluctuation. It's just been standard since we got here. So that's what I thought. We're in a good amount of credit, but what I, I looked into this and they have increase the minimum you can pay and that takes it over what we've been paying it increases it uh, i think we're going up 40 quid so we'll be 10 pound more each okay that's actually not too bad because the way people, great, the, way, yeah. the way people are talking about energy bills is like this is the thing that's tipped them over the edge well it's in combination with the fuel crisis and we don't drive yeah so our and and general cost of living the yeah, cost like, of living has got pr- bloody mental. Yeah, it? well, there's it's just it's being hit by so many different events. Yeah, there's just too it, many. I different just think events. going to co-op and because obviously food shortages, they still they're still happening. It, the amount of times I try to order a ham and cheese nothing. sub roll from Sainsbury's when I'm getting a delivery Monday oh, shop of all my oh. shit, and it just doesn't. It's not there, mate. When you go on, when you when you try and now I've I've discovered the joy of um, ordering groceries. God, it's absolutely barren. It's a barren wasteland yeah, yeah. when you're trying to find anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just, I don't know if this is normal or how, I, what it was like before, but mm. I, I don't, do remember being pretty sure that most of the basic stuff would be there when they get there. Now it's like, I'll eat what's there yeah. whenever I go shopping. It's like, well, I'll, I'll try and have it what's available. choice has evaporated. Which <laughs> is slightly nice. It's you know? like a school I think we dinner had, when yeah. you go into a supermarket. It's like, this is what you're having. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay I, guess I'll have the, I guess I'll have carrots and an old fish for supper. <laughs> that is true, yeah. I, I And to be fair, I was complaining about the amount. Of, one of the problems is the um, proliferation of choice and capitalism does give you a lot of... Uh, it God, doesn't yeah. doesn't centre you. I forgot it? that we've had that conversation. Yeah, we now look at now. I'm like fucking. I wouldn't mind a bit more choice, to be honest. You know? We have no morality, do we? We not just swing it's and sway. <laughs> it's just not being happy with anything. <laughs> I guess that's part of the thing about doing a podcast. Maybe you've got to be constantly. You've got to constantly just critiquing. Constantly critiquing. Constantly. You can't go on here and say everything's yeah. great. And people yeah. only listen because we're unqualified. Oh, exactly. That's the yeah. only reason. They're like, I'm getting, I'm getting ready for work. I don't want to listen to someone who has <laughs> read about an it's issue. True, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have enough brain I'm on power. the train on the way to work. It's a pretty common place for people to listen. You don't. You just want two people talking absolute shit. <laughs> just which is what you get. Just how about Feigning that? anger about issues. Well, I mean, we even... There was a point at the earliest stage of the podcast where we used to have more of a, you know, we'll have a nice, fun comedy 20 or 30 minutes yeah. and then we'll do like a serious issue. We used yeah. to talk quite seriously. That has completely that evaporated. That's and gone. I think for the best. I think for the best. Definitely I think more the... people should take our lead. Absolutely. Just don't talk about anything. <laughs> talk about something, but not really. <laughs> I would like Newsnight to have just like <laughs> randomly selected thing and you find out the topic. Like yeah. I'd love to go on Newsnight and they tell me the topic just before I go on. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> stats. <laughs> No pre so half an hour that's cheating. <laughs> and they just say that you just have to talk, you know, yeah. about what's going on in Yemen. And, and you're like, you right. get a certain amount of celebrities and thinkers in a hat and they pick them out who's coming on before the show. <laughs> so it's everything's randomised. The topics, the guests, the expertise. Anything can fucking happen. 
Because fundamentally, <laughs> no well, one knows you get about the celebrity anything. to debate with you. So you're both debating back and forth. That's, that's, that's news show. night, yeah. That's a good show. Okay, is this what... That's yeah. a good show. Um, where you have... Uh, you, you get a, two random celebrities who do TV shows like that anyway. Yeah. And then you pull out a debate When you thing, say, do you mean you like game comedy shows? or A like, game comedy show. And then you have a debate. A game comedy show. It's not far off like Have I Got News For You. Is it? Yeah, it's just... It's just what do they debate? Well, I guess it's not debating. What do they but debate? But you mean an actual one takes four, one takes against. It's a four and against. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you get yeah. the four and against and yeah. you you know... The great British debate off. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Oh, we can't say this shit on here. No, we can't. Because one of these, these pigs will pigs take it. Will take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's been timestamped, the great British debate off. Yeah. It does exist as a patent. And we have very fast working lawyers. <laughs> He's sitting right there. He's patenting it now. <laughs> just furiously. We don't, have, we don't have a producer. We just have a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to prioritise the Great British debate of yeah. where you get to see Philip Schofield. Me and you are the debate uh, invigilators. Yeah, definitely yeah. debate um, gun crime with. Um, I don't Gino know De Campo. Gino De Campo. Perfect. You know, I'd yeah. like to see that. Very this morning. Heavy. Yeah, I, admittedly, it's it wasn't. Real... The, you know, I don't know why. When I'm trying to think of minor celebrities, yeah. it just my head just goes blank. Can yeah. we just get a couple? Can you just put a couple in the hat? Come Vic, on. Vicky Patterson. <sighs> I don't fucking yeah. Okay. Ke- Keith Lemon. Yeah, I don't know it's what still, um, Keith Lemon, yeah, it's still it's uh, James Martin, the celebrity chef. Don't know. The, well, that that's a hilarious show. <laughs> okay. I want to see James Martin debate gun crime because he's <laughs> James actually James Martin. Who's yeah. he debating it with? He's, Let's just get like, come on, uh, just like fucking. Who's on TV show? I don't watch any TV shows. Fucking yeah. Well, you do. No, I don't anymore. Yeah. Because then you can have comedians on. Well, I don't want to. Like I don't want a comedian. I Joey want, Essex. You kind of want just like tr- like like. Joey Essex is too obvious. It's someone just like some... I want celebrities past their 40s who don't yeah. do comedy. Yeah. It's a strange brief to put out, but... And then maybe to try and, you know, I, I guess with the modern uh, comedy TV show, you've a game show, you've, you've got to um, make it visually a bit more exciting. So I reckon you have them suspended above a... Mm. thing of water and whoever loses bang hilariously I was literally about to yeah. interrupt you and or, say the uh, loser gets slime yeah slime so, no yeah. falls into a thing of gunk uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, gun- and then we get the kids in as well kids audience as well yeah it's, it's fun for the whole family prime and time it's a Saturday way of um, getting the kids brain starting to work they make big it, issues every time they make a worse point they go lower into the slime <laughs> no because you want no no they go higher because they get dropped from a higher height. Oh, and then once they hit a certain height, they're released into the slime. <laughs> yeah. That's better. That's definitely if you better, slowly yeah. lower them in, that's yeah, less of a thing. Yeah, but then they'll get like slimier. Oh, but, but that's quite funny. If it's like they're lowering up there until... Yeah, until they can't breathe. <laughs> and it's a death show. Yeah. It's a fight to the death. Debate to the death show. Yeah. The Great British Debate Off. These are all great ideas. I'm a big fan of these. Um, well, because the dream for us as well is to just come up, like an, come up with an idea like Taskmaster. Just do it, present it, and make millions. Yeah, of pounds. And just get people buying it all around, all the, around world. the world. It's just incredible. Just for one, I don't think we could make. A I game wouldn't even show. want to be involved with it. No, I don't. Think I, I just, would I just want the idea to go. But then I go. feel like I would because for the game shows we've come up with, i.e., the one where you have to guess how far you can jump onto a concrete platform. What do you mean jump? Jump. Yeah. And there was another. No, one. No, no, it wasn't guess how far. It's, it's much better than that. It was. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess it was. It's it's yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it well, is. It's, yeah, because I, I jump we on. Came it. up with some alternatives, but jump. If for those of you who don't know, is the game show idea where you get two people, probably random people, yeah. and um, you have to guess how far up you can jump hmm. from like a diving board, and you can. It's, it's electric, so you can put 
some onto of the a, onto some, a slab yeah. of concrete. But once you click, once you go up, you can't go back down. <laughs> and you're contractually obliged yeah. to jump. And from you can't way. see what the other person jumped from. Yeah, yeah. And we get like twenty contestants on each show. <laughs> and <laughs> if you win, the money you get is from the other person. <laughs> yeah, you drain their bank account. <laughs> So again, you don't know how rich the people you're playing with, so how worth the risk is for breaking your legs or but dying. All, all that's clear is if you lose, you're losing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there is definitely death potential here. Yeah, because that, that, that's something that we think was missing from a lot of these games. Is like there's a, there's a lot of potential to gain, but not mm. a lot of potential to lose, apart from losing face. We want financial losses. Absolutely. You know? Well, yeah, like like the war and stuff. You know, you know uh, winner... Win a Ford Fiesta, you know, give up your car. Lose your house. Lose your house. Um, you know, spend two weeks in the Maldives. Work for two weeks doing a dishes of... at a hotel in the Maldives. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just think there's a lack of there's a lack of jeopardy on game shows. <laughs> yeah. And it will make them so a, much I think more think as a society, I think it's exactly the kind of turn we should take. Because it's just a matter... I think TV should be nastier. <laughs> it should be so much meaner. Should be so much meaner because it's what's Considering going on, people need a break. But you'll need yeah. to see people. People need some like hardcore entertainment. <laughs> hardcore. Not light. Not light. Not house of games. No. no. House of calling each other names. I want in the final round of a game show it to be you can either win a million pounds or you owe the BBC a million pounds. <laughs> That's it's as simple as that. We talked about that. And it's just like generational debt. Yeah. You know, for these people who might not make a million in their in the in the next 20, 30 years, maybe not in their lifetimes, that goes on to their kids. That goes onto their kids. <laughs> Fucking deal with it, man. Don't apply to be on the show. Because you know you'll still get some people applying to be on the show. They'd still, they'd still They'll still go out there. Yeah. There might be some safeguarding issues. What do you mean with people who have like gambling addictions? Well, people who, uh, as in, if there was a potential to owe the BBC one million pounds, I don't think anyone should go on the show. What, what, what do you mean safeguarding though? Safeguarding people from themselves. Well, I, d I don't think that's... What I'm saying is... A I'm saying if you introduce that as an idea, then I don't think that's at all relevant or crosses their mind. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> if this is a scenario where people could owe the BBC a million pounds, I think yeah. you've given up very much on people's well-being long ago. Yeah, no, it is um, true. I don't think the safeguarding team have much they can actually do in this game show. Uh, my other game show was um, that... There's my other game show. My, my other game, game show. show. My it's the jingle yeah. setting you up. My, it's called My Other Game Show. Um, it's after we've been talking about game shows. Yeah. And then Andrew suggests a different one. <laughs> no. So on this one, it's there's um let's so say there's five contestants and they each take turns being the judge. Um, the other four then have to participate a task. Let's say they're playing Twister. Now, one of them desperately needs a Wii. And it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the job of the judge to guess the person who, who needs the Wii. The points I'm yet to work out, yeah. but that's the fundamentals of it. There'll be points assigned if you, if you guess it correctly, if you're the person that needs the Wii that manages to, dis um, to conceal it. And there'll be something for the other three who don't. I think it could be a team-based game. It's hard to say at the moment. Yeah. But you're seeing shit like, is it a cake or not come out? You've yeah. seen that? Which has been a big hit. Lots of people, I've heard people talk about it saying it's actually really good. Yeah, apparently, yeah I, I Have haven't heard it? the same. Have you heard it's really bad? I heard the guy, the SNL presenter guy is really annoying and not very okay. funny. But he's, I'm sure he hasn't been written. The jokes he's been written aren't very good. But who knows? Um, but it did, I watched Is it a cake? It feels like a breakthrough in... Um, TV, it feels like we've entered a different. It's, it, it's a TikTok different. phase because is it a yeah. cake? Is a common TikTok thing. 
yeah, it, it feels like we've broken through into a different form of media where the fight from TV to stay relevant has to now deal with the nonsense of TikTok. Yeah. And so they're learning just a feels lot like from really like pushed in. Japan. Yeah. Japan have been doing this for They've years. They've been doing this for years. Just they've understood the futility of game shows. And yeah. they're just, just like, we might as well do anything. What I want, which Japanese shows do a lot, because I, I used to see, there's like a couple of clips I see of Japanese shows. For example, it'd be, they'll get like three um, Premier League, La Liga, like top footballers. Like I think even one had Messi in them. And it'd be those th- three three top, top footballers. Seeing against... how far they can jump off a, off a platform. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was to be them playing football against a hundred six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. And yeah. it's amazing. And it's yeah. just as good as you thought because there's three of them just play, running around yeah, when you've yeah, got yeah. all these... That is great. Yeah, I've um, seen that. There, there, was a, there was a prank show um, where one of the pranks was someone's walking... Whenever someone walks down this alley, yeah. they have a hundred people... Behind, waiting around the corner and they all start charging down the alley oh it's just great that's brilliant now that Takeshi's Castle obviously which speaks for itself so I'm just thinking the thing that's missing from western game shows is the funniest thing for me personally scale. is loads of people loads of people scale I, I think loads of people being used being manipulated as of forces and groups Couldn't is really funny yeah. our prank shows are far too light on numbers and it, yeah it's, it, it, it speaks of the individualism the materialism the consumerism of the west is that we focus so much on the individual experience yeah. I think gay shows should be more of a collective thing yes you know yes. Get groups of 100 versus yes. another group of 100 you know yeah it'll help employment as well yeah <laughs> um, do you remember what, the, fucking... the morale boost of yeah. such good shows <laughs> I'm going to go and get a job. No. Watching Takeshi's Top um, Castle. Do you remember um, You've Been Framed? Yeah. I do. And I, are How you been... fucking dead is that shit? Absolutely. How I dead? Mean, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's gone a... so far. It shows how far TikTok has taken us. Yeah, like, yeah. You've Been Framed but if like, I doesn't might even be... scratch the surface of a good TikTok. I might be wrong. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's still on TV. I don't think so. I've seen it on... I'm sure oh, I've you... seen it. Can you check? Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're right because it it preceded the the growth of the internet. It was video. T- it was the beginning. It it's camcorder first. Yeah, it was. It was. Do you remember when your dad home- had a camcorder and yeah. you'd feel he might be filming you going down a slide and then your your, your trunks might have certainly come off. <laughs> that was all I it don't was. This. When did this happen? Did he not pull your trunks down and then film you before you went down a slide and said, "This is for you being framed. It's not for my child sex." <laughs> okay, ring. it's still going. It's still going. And now, how can that show still be going in the age of the internet? And how can Harry Hill maintain relevance? All right, so uh, this it goes up to 2018, but it says it's, it doesn't have an end point to the thing. That's my that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. What? <laughs> it's still on. The, no, that you've been framed doesn't have an end point. <laughs> it doesn't. It goes. It goes season 30. And then, um, no, season, yeah, season 30, and then a question mark. Okay, because it doesn't know how far it's going to go. Um, the fact, yeah, the fact that it's done. That is for old gra- grandparents, I feel. I think that's for care homes, you've been framed. Because I can't really think of whatever other generation would watch that. It's such... Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, I do think TV's at a very... Yeah. It's a very tough moment because of TikTok, because of the quality, the surprising quality of TikTok from yeah. being considered this app that was viewed as just trash to or, now or being like, pornography. or just, yeah, and just flippantly referred to as that. Yeah, and yeah. now it's got such better stuff than TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TV, oh, so much better. I'm kind of excited to see how TV's going to deal with it because it's still a money game and they're going yeah, to yeah. throw out some final punches before they eventually die. I yeah. mean, I recently saw a play, um, speaking of mediums um, and the, the changes of that, and every now and again, 
like there was it was a very cheap tickets to see James McAvoy and Serrano de Bergino. Um and if I'm I'll I'll try and you know, going to the theatre is like sort of like having like a health cleanse. It's like yeah, you're not it's more about it's more feeling like, you know, I should... It's an image thing. Yeah, you, sh- you should go, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing to do, you know. It's I not... do like it when I go. When did you, when you last time you went? Uh, fucking ages yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. So uh, unless, I... unless you're kind of amateur dramatic musical theatre. No, I'm not kind of amateur That's way above theatre. True, yeah. That's, you know. I think I might actually enjoy to go to those. When, you haven't been to that many plays, though. Sorry to slag you off. Wow. Sorry to... Uh, what, in front of everyone? Yeah. Because you have this whole, could, you, every time we spoke about it, it's like you like the theatre. You went to Hamlet and you enjoyed it, and that's based your entire belief. No, on I've it. I've been to a few. I you know I don't remember the names of these things, but I haven't been to loads of plays. Yeah, no. and I I used to be really into theatre and thought that was something I'm interested in, mm. and then yeah, every time I get an opportunity, I'll try and go. I, I won't search it out, but if I, I find because I'm just like right, I'm going to give theatre another go, and it normally be about a year. Yeah, and it's always a crock of shit. It's nearly always. I'm actually going to go see To Kill a Mockingbird, the one with um, written by Aaron Sorkin with Rafi Rafe Spall in it. Yeah, which has been very well reviewed. That should at least be good. But this you'd thing hope, was, you'd hope so. This play was very I well reviewed, I, and I yeah. went with the, the, um, our friend Martha and a lot of her theatre friends, and. I just, I, I'm always like, if there's a, there's a bit of buzz around a play, I always think it's going to at least be different and interesting or play up to just kind of exciting in some way. I went in with the open, I was ready to be like blown away by a show. It was a crock of shit. You didn't manage your expectations. I didn't manage my expectations, but also... What is the golden rule on Boys Gone World Also, I, I, I don't, I still think there's so much more potential in the media theatre to deal with the modern world for people our age than there currently is. Not only is the tickets nearly always like 100 quid and yeah. you very it's, it's a far lower success rate of enjoying theatre than it is going to the cinema because most theatre has, at the moment, is absolute shit because it's that sort of way of speaking, the yeah. sort of drama GCSE style smugness in in its own loads of theatre, which I'm like, okay, I n- understand we've become a lot more self-aware, and but, but theatre should find a way of dealing with that, and I always think they will have dealt with that. When I come back and it's meant to be, oh, this is an urban look on an old French story called Cyrano, Cyrano de Bergino yeah. about um, a very skilled poet who's super ugly. Um, well, the whole thing was that he has a big nose. And big I remember nose. I, what I, uh, I woke up at, I'd been asleep for a couple of hours. Woke up needing a wee at like pretty late, and then came in, and you were in the, you were in the kitchen after coming back from the play, and I was like, oh, "How was it? Like, that was terrible." I was like, "Do they have a big nose?" And you were like, "No, he didn't have a big nose." And <laughs> I remember just coming back into my room after wee, and I was like, "I should have had a big nose." <laughs> yeah, so you <laughs> have a big nose, and sleep. they didn't. They just implied it. Fine. I mean, I get it. Every other production of it, he's had a big nose. So they thought, "I'm going there for the big nose, man." <laughs> Let's I'm going there for the big nose. This whole fucking and also play. he was the best looking of the whole cast because it's James McAvoy playing. Heads give him a big nose. Yeah, at least have some sort of grotesque nose. Um, distinct, but they tried to imply it. But it was like they did this whole kind of like minimalist set, and because it was set in sort of like urban Paris, like the Balliers, what are they called? I assume it's the the suburbs of Paris. Different, like yeah. the outer zones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but and whenever theatre tries to do something urban, it's just fucking. It's like and fundamentally, it, it's it was, not run by urban people. Yeah, and theatre like, traditionally hasn't been the most urban. And of, it's yeah, and, but there's ways to do it that aren't so like. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. 
Yeah. Mm, it's and a it's, lot of lot of throwing gangs. Yeah, around. and it's like this doesn't feel fucking yeah, it doesn't feel very urban. <laughs> it doesn't feel in, very urban. Sitting in the theatre royale munching on some more And it's just it's the feeling that your Radio Four fucking six year old audience will be like, Oh, that's a bit exciting. It's like that takes away from it. You oh, w- this is very street. <laughs> yeah, you know. But thinking they do the same thing everywhere. And they, they tried to think of this minimalist set, which is like, look, in 2010, I get it. But we, we kind of moved past that where it was all just classroom yeah, yeah. chairs with a blank background. And they sort of like... Were you just watching Annie? It's a classroom thing. I don't know. You know my musical oh, knowledge. Is, that come on. That's yeah, enough. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and it was a spoken... It was all done in spoken word, pretty much. Which, Ooh, as you know, tough. is the worst art that's form. That's tough. Three how, hours. How long was the three question? Hours. Three hours three. of spoken word. Yeah. That's what I... Ho, ho. Three hours of yeah. spoken word is worse than three hours of just singing. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Spoken word is the worst art form. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be... Because it pats itself on the back whilst performing it. <laughs> it's literally... It's going... It's literally a fella going like this. Oh, wasn't that good? Yeah. Um... Yeah. And look, spoken word, obviously, you could, conceptually, you could turn it into anything. Well, it's just language. It's just language. It's just, so you can't disregard a whole medium, surely. We're speaking word now. (laughs) No. The art art of spoken word, I understand if you're like, you can't disregard a whole medium just because of a, but you can. Like, we can. Because every single example of spoken word sucks ass. I know this person's really cool. Listen to it properly. Yeah. Kind of sucks ass. Sucks ass. Do you remember the fucking period, and I think it still exists, where there were loads of long hair guys on Facebook doing spoken word, um, spoken words which verged on raps yeah. because yeah. there was maybe a slight beat behind it. How they just said how school's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And it would be like a video of them in the car. And it's like, but and when it- am I going to use Pythagoras' theorem? <laughs> yes, fucking lame as shit. And I was like, <laughs> and people would be like, whoa. I'm a big one. I quite like Pythagoras' theorem, actually. Yeah. Yeah, people, there's a lot of backlash. They'd be like, yeah, this is true. Do you remember that guy? He was quite small and he used to rap. There was a, there was two that I remember. One was a really long haired guy who yeah. had brought like a emo slash gothic yeah. rap slash spoken word yeah. thing to why school was lame because they didn't tell you how to do their taxes. Sla- yeah, it was always and then, the, it but was there the was another bait guy. point and also it's like if someone has learning difficulties uh, and is bad at exams, it's actually because they're a genius. It's just I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's that com- common thing. It's like just because he doesn't learn like this doesn't mean he's an idiot. Fair enough. But a lot of the time they are dumb. I'm just saying. Like I've, I've got learning difficulties. I'm not a traditional learner. But you know, most people who do bad, they are kind of thick as shit. You know. It's... I wonder you could have turned to spoken word instead of comedy. <laughs> yeah, easily. And like that's what terrifies me so much about it as an art form is I know in a parallel universe I was a nauseating spoken word artist. What a horrendous way to get yeah. your ideas out. Yeah. Just the whole form of it. The the um, what's it called? The the. Excuse affectation yeah, so, yeah. in the voice yeah, yeah. from head to toe and it's the way that it's encouraged to discuss society and big ideas in what seemingly is the lamest form the but lacks any self-awareness it's the confidence in your own points yeah <laughs> there's no room for I might be wrong with this <laughs> it's this is gospel because yeah, it's spoken it's in a spoken always, word manner. the kind of people who are drawn to it are people who aren't particularly smart you know massive idiots yeah. they, and it's oh, well no it's it's hilarious it's, it's a very true point of just seeing those two people and I think about it it's like if you don't like school I don't know just get a hobby or something for a bit <laughs> just do something else for a bit it's fine you don't have no, to no because he's trying to solve the school system no he's angrily saying that school's, school's, it's school's fault not me for being dumb yeah exactly and, and it's, it's fine yes traditional education doesn't suit everyone but just just get on with it yeah like it doesn't you don't have to get so angry at pythagoras yeah 
It's an important thing. It's an important thing to have. Not for you, you big fat dummy. No, get know? out now. Don't make a YouTube video <laughs> shouting about it. Okay. That's, that's it. But yeah, I was disappointed. And then they all liked it, which shocked. I mean, BB was really embarrassing. She fell asleep for the whole last half of it. Just yeah. flat out. She was completely just gone. And we we're both pretty excited. Well, she often falls asleep at dinner as she's well. Fucking, you know. and she's fucking... She's been in places. I've seen some head in the, the soup world. situation. She's fucking... It was, you know... And that, that, I didn't know... It was a mix of people. I didn't know barely anyone there. They were yeah. all Martha's new theatre friends. Did you attempt to wake her up? I didn't know she was asleep. And then I found out that she oh, had okay. been asleep. I did actually at one point, but then she went straight back. But that was like an hour and a half. She was just out cold. So she wasn't enjoying it. No, not at all. She was fucking yeah, out yeah. like a light. And everyone thought it was like really good, the staging and stuff like that. And it's like, fucking, oh, this fucking sucks. But, but same was... with spoken word, theatre could be fucking great. Mm. It is a blank canvas. You can, any art form can be great. Like a mu- musicals can be great. Of course they can be great. I.e. It's just, I, it feels, the, the Book of Mormon was fucking, I was just watching, fucking hilarious. Incredible. So funny. Best thing I've ever seen. Like Hands down. Was I, yeah. And because you can also, what you, what is rare, you very rarely get in the cinema, which is one of the best experiences you have, which we, which we talk about a lot when there's that shared joint crowd emotion towards yeah. something that you're seeing together yeah. live. And it, it acts, cinema can act kind of live, yeah. but not in the same way the theatre and musicals can. It's true. Yeah. Like the Book of Mormon, just fucking raucous laughter. I love it. It was like yeah. seeing the in-betweeners again. Yeah, you can all keep bringing I that know, up. I know, we will never stop bringing it up because <laughs> it was exact, and it was the litmus test of like actually sharing laughter in a crowd, which was... Just you're just being forced to laugh. Part of me was thinking, what play do you think would work for people of my generation or people who are not like doing a theatre degree? You know, because I theater, to save theatre so that people can actually watch it. And I was like, the only thing I want to watch right now is a farce. I want to see a com- a physical comedy. Yeah, that's yeah. Like an hour and a half some... of people flying in out of doors. That's something that I still think well, would that's be worth why... spending the money going out to theatre. I don't think I'd leave that being disappointed. Seeing, you know, oh, like a nan falling down the stairs and then it all, like a yeah, classic yeah, fast. You're, you're, you're not happy if, if, if you watch anything and a nan doesn't fall down the stairs. <laughs> no, there's some out there. There's some there. Because that's what theatre's great at because you have, you watch everything in wide because it's a th- play. Yeah. So it means that comedically you have a great um, but that's what possibility for physical comedy. Mischief, that group who do the plays that go wrong. Yeah. They've kind of nailed it. Have you seen it? I've seen clips of it. Okay. It looks really good. I would go to one of them. Yeah, no, it looks really good. I'm and that's, done with they're all kind of fucking, doing what they're... I don't want a serious one. They're kind of doing what we're talking about, in a way. It's playing with the form of, of the theatre, taking the piss out of it, the like the the bravado of the actors and the, the director going into it and thinking that, like, t- how sincerely it's taken and how they think they're going to be delivering the most important message ever because they've all studied this play and think there's got a lot of important things to say and everything just goes terribly wrong. It's yeah. funny. I'm there for it. It's it, and there's there, there there's been a lot of um, sketches about like dramas used to see performances. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Stuff like that. And though it's now a done joke, theatre seems to have not got the memo. Yeah, I wish yeah. I wish people were thinking more of that. It's embarrassing when you're trying to show two sides of the story and one turns around and the lights on and then he turns away and the other one turns around like that sort of staging. It's like you're, you're too proud of yourself for yeah. doing something that's not that impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> <coughs> bookmark noise. Bookmark noise. The only bookmarks. Cookmark coys. Um, that move the rook past my my queen to e four. No, move the rook mark, boys, please. What? <laughs> <laughs> Buy them. Buy them now. Bookmark boys. 
They're the only on, bookmarks. They're on Instagram. You need to just can you just give me a sentence? Bookmark boys. The da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Your slogan. Well, you have to say bookmark boys yeah. again. I had one, but bookmark boys. No, now it's gone. No, no, no. Okay, just ask it again. Bookmark boys. The only bookmarks in town. The bookmark that make you feel good. Buy them now. Or they'll, or they'll run out. Stocks low. <laughs> they're sold uh, out. They're sold out. Sorry, you missed a chance. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Please don't go on the website. It's crashed. <laughs> um. I was having a conversation with Adam. Who that's I think, unlike you. That's odd, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think everyone is aware of Adam's existence by now. He's our roommate. Um, and I am friends of his brother as well. Um, he came down for the weekend. I had a nice little one-on-one time with him, which uh, allowed me to di- dive deep into the psyche of... Uh, he listens be- to the pod, I think. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. he'll be listening to this right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to mince my words. Yeah. Um, and he... It's interesting to dive down into the psyche of a very fascinating man. Sure. And I think this story sums him up quite well. Yeah. At school, he... So this is our housemate's brother. Yeah. At school, he... Um, I think it was... Yeah, it was probably was sixth form. So I think he would, would have been about 16, 17. Or was around that time. He was a very warm child. <laughs> already funny so he wouldn't really feel he wouldn't really feel the cold as much as everyone else right so he would often he would often come into school without wearing a jacket or a blazer because he's warm because he he runs hot and the kid runs hot so they grow up in Blackpool I mean that's the north that's the, the, the freezing waste I think it cold sometimes there he runs hot he goes into school when people expect him to be wearing a jacket or a blazer, that and he happens. isn't. He's not wearing. He one. isn't. What What <laughs> happens next? He builds up a reputation <laughs> as the kid that never wears a blazer or a jacket. Right. Yeah. Now this happens. This happens for a fair fair few amount of months. There's some talk generated within the classroom around the car around the playground. This kind of thing. Oh, Ryan doesn't wear a jacket. That's he's the guy, and it's they're astonished that he's not wearing a jacket because of how cold it is. Now this happens for such a long time that the reputation builds up to the to the extent. That Ryan doesn't want to wear a jacket even when he wants to wear a jacket because he doesn't want the attention that he'll get when he gets back into school. Because the act of him putting on a jumper or a jacket or a blazer is going to be too big for him to deal with. So, well, because it goes against his brand. Because no, because of the lack now, of brand. With him, it's not that it goes against his brand. He was, he's just, oh, I can't be bothered to deal with it. Like he he would wake up looking at piss and he was like yeah the worst times about it when it was when it was like pissing down with rain yeah. and he would just be he would sit in science <laughs> class drenched having just because he'd wear a white shirt and he'd walk to school <laughs> he'd walk to school getting pissed down on with rain and would then sit in the science class <laughs> with a sodden wet <laughs> fucking shirt trying to get through his exercises. <laughs> But he'd prefer that to making those a meal of it days. because those there was such. Those are the worst days. That's the funniest thing. like, yeah, those are the worst days. When it was pissing down the road, those were fucking terrible. Those were the worst. Um, so. Was that on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I asked him how, like, what's the percentage of times that for, for throughout the year that you'd want to be wearing a jacket, but that you couldn't? And he said about 5%. And I, I've bumped that up to more realistic 10%. Yeah. In the cold winters. It's like, surely you're going to be one wearing a jacket every day. Surely. He was saying, because he does run. I did forget that he runs hot. He runs hot. He runs hot. This all sparks because I met him. It was freezing and he was just wearing a t-shirt. He runs hot. He, but he doesn't run that hot anymore. So. <laughs> 
And it's, also, it doesn't matter if you run hot, if it's raining. If it's raining, it, you it's don't run dry, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, then, he then tells me that it got to such an extent that he was walking, he was walking to school one day yeah. when it was freezing and slightly raining. And on his way to school, a car pulls up next to him. And it's a couple in there. Get in. Get in the van. <laughs> he then went missing for I've two weeks. Run <laughs> I've heard you run like up. You. No, no. He pulled the, a car. He's walking to school one day. A car pulls in. And it's a, car, uh, a very sweet looking couple. And they roll down the window and say, Hiya, um, hiya. We, we've got you this. It was a fucking jacket. This strange couple, the stranger couple that he never met, had seen him walk into school in the yeah. freezing cold without a jacket every day and bought him a jacket because he thought they, they thought, thought was he was from poverty or he neglect thought, yeah. and they couldn't afford a jacket. That's amazing. So he had to then decline the jacket. And say, no, it's my... And it's imagine not. being that guy. He goes, no, I, imagine, run, I run hot. No, I run hot. You get it. No, imagine <laughs> being the guy that has to say, no, this is a choice. <laughs> One, two strangers think because of your but life, wasn't really they choice. think because of your life decisions that you're from abject poverty. Because of your life decisions, they think you're from abject poverty, and you have to say, "No, this is just my lifestyle." Yeah, don't give in to peer pressure, kids. If you're cold, put a jacket on. That's the lesson of the story. But we all do crazy, crazy things, you know, to fit in. I don't think being, I don't think <laughs> crazy constitutes. There's something beyond crazy, <laughs> yeah, is. which is not wearing a jacket in mental. pissing, freezing, freezing cold crazy. weather for three years. Yeah, could have been three, at least two, maybe one. Yeah, no, that's our Ryan. I know also Ryan. He, he, I, I don't get to see him that regularly, but uh, I, I had a very harsh line of question that made him incredibly uncomfortable um, when I was actually trying to bond. Because I kept grilling him about how he read 210 books in a year. Because mm. he read 210 books in a year, which is mental, all right? And then I was telling him it was mental. And he was like, he, he found it uncomfortable because I kind of had him, I was drunk and I had him against the wall of the pub and I was really, shouting. You about, do that too often. Yeah, and I was just, I was leaning and I was shouting and I was like, yeah. so what? And I just wanted to run through it because yeah. I was just like, and then he said audiobooks. I was like, well, they don't count, do they? Bit of fun. But yeah. it all seemed to, he seemed to take everything I said like it was an attack when in fact I was being... I was was being, he drunk? Yes, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell been. with him. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he runs sober. So he runs hot, man. <laughs> if you attack him, he's going to be ready to but come back. But 210 books in a year. Okay. If you met him, you'd be like, if you knew part him, of me, if you knew him properly, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But part this is of a man who like, gets up at, at like 3.30 a.m. to watch all of the ashes that are in Australia. Yeah. Still. Quite a few people do that. Not as religiously. Ryan only watches cricket and reads books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, well, yeah. You do, you, with the amount of time, you, yeah, you yeah. do the math. There's not much time. But for you're thinking much someone else. is motivated about specific forms of entertainment. I can see a man who can read that many books. But I guess part of me is like, I get so much cleverer when I read the first 30 pages of a book every four months, which I is think, how I read. I think it's more that you think you do. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's more... I, I, that, I, I, it's like you know if you people who are uh anorexic when they go back to having regular <coughs> eating patterns they put on weight <coughs> much more easy, easily you do the sort of signal <coughs> what, what's this it's the coughing like a code <laughs> <laughs> no um if you're anorexic um so like you you starved yourself when you're a teenager often when they get into more healthy eating habits their body 
has built a metabolism where they'll grab at any sort of food. Yeah. You know, that's like me with informational books. Yeah. That's like me with books. So it's you actually <laughs> take on more information than you've read. Because <laughs> no. I'm going to fault your logic. No, because then it, that's the same with the analogy. You can't take on more than you've eaten, can you? So the analogy is still... No, but you get more... You, it, it manages to energize your body more. That's what yeah. the metabolism does, yeah. yeah it doesn't but you change, can't, it doesn't you can't physically gain more knowledge than you've read. You got, then you can't physically get more from okay. the food than there so, is in their so food. So when you read 30 pages of a book... I'm just saying my body <laughs> like is like so starved for... <laughs> once, it reads, once it reads about different capitals like, around the world, it's like, <laughs> I know everything! It's just, it starts firing everything. I think or that I'm, might be called confirmation <laughs> bias, right? <laughs> I read 10 pages it's just like oh my god we haven't had shit like this we haven't had this nutrients for so long and they're like firing yeah, it and I think all it causes a rush dusty parts of my brain it might be more that you think you're smarter after reading 30 pages of a book do you not think because it's like me at uni do you it's like me at uni when I'd always read like and then you wouldn't shut up about yeah, it yeah it, was, it, was, it really because I, I just I have a lower potential span I just struggle at yeah. reading um and for for uni, we'd be set, you know, four readings a week. Um, and that's kind of, to be honest, that's sort of the main bulk of uni is the stuff you read. In that's, humanities. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's basically... That's essentially it. That's essentially... Right? I mean, hell. you have to write about it. But, but fundamentally, that, comes, that comes a lot, fundamentally, a lot more rarely than the reading. It's the, the picked out reading. You write about what you read. <laughs> Fundamentally, the reading's sort of the key part of humanity. No, it's, yeah, not even, and you, you I, read, you read, <laughs> then you talk about what you've read, and then you write about what you've read. That's all uni is for humanities. So if you don't do the fucking reading, you're not really doing anything. <laughs> and I'd so rarely do um, the reading, or when I can actually bring myself to do it, because I was very good at blagging as well. But whenever I do it, it would change my life. And it would, and you'd attempt to change everyone else's around <laughs> you from it. The amount of times we just have like 2 a.m. chats. I still think of the, the four essays I read at uni. I <laughs> still think of them. Because you wouldn't shut up about them. Every time you did the reading. Because imagine what else I could... Because they were always randomly picked, by the way. It was yeah. when I could um, mentally prepare myself to read. It wasn't... This looks like this is something might interest me. So It was just maybe <laughs> you, you just had a good sleep the night before. Yeah. And like had a good coffee. You're like, I think so, I could stomach it today. So yeah, and uh, yeah... Um, and even with my essays, like I, I would, you have to have a, a certain amount of readings, and I'd, I'd pull quotes without reading. I would just. Oh, that's a that's a classic, though. <laughs> but I mean, that's a classic. I actually yeah. once got a, a high two one with only four references. How long was the essay? Uh, Three thousand words. Okay, yeah. that is that is good. But I feel that's bad um, marking because it was a it was a new guy in who didn't last very long. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're meant to have uh, you're encouraged to have about twenty five references. Um, Chuck more in, man. Yeah, and one of mine wasn't the books. One, one of the four, the one of the four references wasn't wasn't a book. It was a code which we were studying at Hayes Code. So it's like ten rules, and I just quoted one because it's what the essay yeah. was about. Well, <laughs> that's also that is also the skill of the skill of uni to appear smarter than you are, yeah. to appear like you've done more work than you have done. Exactly, but um, yeah. But speaking of weight, I think I'm 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 gaining weight again. Um, well, yeah. Has it not been a continual process, or have you been ebbing and flowing? Um, no, it's been continued since I've I've noticed it. But it feels very much. I'm sorry for the crude example, but it does oh, feel very no. much like um, 
feels like Russia are amassing on the border. That is, I, I thought it was going to be a bodily, like a grotesque bodily example, not a very, a very insincere reference to Ukraine. No, it's not insincere. <laughs> it's an excellent analogy where they're building up yeah. outside. And I feel I'm right now in the stage where... Your defences aren't ready to back them well, off. No one thinks it's going to happen. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You haven't got enough anti-missiles. <laughs> I haven't prepared. been fat my entire life. Yeah. Why would I stop being fat now? Right. And it's like, okay, it's a bit worrying. Yeah. It seems like they're building up. They can't possibly. A, it'd be mad. Sure. There's a, there is a significant <laughs> truth build-up around here. But it'd be mad because we're but not I mean, ready for it. must be prepared. They it's, won't do it's it. It's wishful thinking yeah. in the way that Europe wasn't ready for it because we've had World War II and we just don't want it to happen. So in many ways, we put our head in the sand. And, just think, and in the age of nuclear warfare, we're thinking there's never going to be another world war kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess a nuclear war is that I get so fat, I mm. I, I get so fat, I, I die of like a heart attack or heart failure or diabetes, get type 2 diabetes or have a gastric belt. I suppose so. Would that be in this analogy? Would nuclear no, I don't know. I don't think it would. No, <laughs> nuclear war is nuclear war. In this analogy, is nuclear war in this analogy is your psychology, is you saying it's not going to happen, because it's the it's the reason why Europe thinking a world war will never happen again, because the you know no one wants to push the button. No one wants me to be super fat. You're you're being quite <laughs> superficial <laughs> with this metaphor. <laughs> But no, 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 I, I think it's apt. I think it's very apt. So it's, and I just think I'm very much in this stage now where, you know, there's, n- there's, n- there's nothing to worry about now. Where's, no where's no one's died. No one's like, it's going to my arse. <laughs> I know, well, that's, well, you were fucking lucky as yeah. well because you needed some padding. No, no, so I'm very happy with my new arse. Don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. And I actually like but being, isn't- I like being a bit softer. I'm getting the beginning of love handles and a tiny bit of the bottom of the belly. And because it's not, my arms are still skinny. I don't want to have, you know, the ET look. That's the yeah, worst. That's where you've the got worst, that kind of yeah. belly and then yeah. you've got skinny arms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, as to people who do very little exercise, even though I know you've run eight times in the last two years, so I apologise for it. You know. Well, all in in the last like month, rather collectively than that. though. <laughs> I love how even when I pick up running again, I'm still I still do nothing whatsoever. Yeah, but it hasn't made a physical difference to. to yeah, because I'm not fat. <laughs> you dick. Okay, I'm in good that, shape. That's a lot. <laughs> but I'm still he's still younger than me so I'm still waiting for his metabolism to collapse um, which and which, hence is why I'm running yeah and which, it ain't gonna I'm, I'm burning those calories up man mm. <laughs> why do you not believe me well it just I, I see how so I, I guess because I, I, I was lanky and I never had to think about it and now it's the beginning of uh, putting on weight which I want to do I just want to fill out a tiny bit with fat uh, rather than I could fill out with muscle but that takes a lot more oh, <laughs> I'd, God. Rather, I'd rather just like fuck that man I'd yeah. rather just kind of like I've always wanted to be a little bit less lanky, so I'd rather just put that in with fucking lard. Just fucking pack it in with lard. Yeah, you know, like is, is you know, this, like roof insulation. This is the official advice of Boys Gone Wild, the men's <laughs> mental and physical health podcast. Pack, pack it in with lard. Just pack it. Pack it in with lard. You know, roof insulation. Have you ever been in someone's attic when they when they've insulated? It I was properly? in someone's attic recently. Did they have roof insulation? They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's that yellow padding. That's sort of what I'm doing now. Is it's just sort of padding my kind of thin. So you think if I'm going to get fat, I might as well get fat everywhere. <laughs> well, hope the dream would be to just have a nice protective layer of lard. You know, <laughs> just because I get very cold recently because I'm just fucking bony and lanky. So yeah. if I could just have another layer yeah. around me, that would be just nice to have a couple more. But then I think it this can is called post rationalisation. <laughs> it sounds like post rationalisation. Yeah. Me. 
And it's certainly you like running. Go on a run. No, I'm, I, I'm a very. I'm still very physically fit. Okay. Yeah, but you need I'm to push just, off the fat. I need to push off the fat. Which is hen- you don't. No, it's no, not about I, being physically fit. It's about start pu- pushing off the fat, having a healthy <laughs> lifestyle. Not a healthy, a mad health lifestyle. But that's why. And I know this is apparently, I don't do it and it's a lie. Two runs a week, that will oh, do me. I don't, I don't need a lecture from you about running. I hate you. I can't to leave. He's got a pair of running shoes and now he, he's, 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 he's singing Again, from the rooftop. Again, it's not, it's not <laughs> I go on runs, it's I have a pair of running shoes. It's never, you will I never give it to me. Happen. I, I have not spoken about it that much. I, I have hardly ever spoken to it. Would you recommend going on a run? Do you think it would be good for me? When you say the phrase that I'm just trying to pack in the lard everywhere, <laughs> I maybe think that isn't the best route to go down. It's, yeah, it's late like, approaching it's like, your late 20s. I feel like at the moment I'm just sort of slowly thumbing. I feel like I'm slowly thumbing Play Doh into a sock. That's <laughs> and that's what you want your body to be. I'm slowly thumbing dough into a condom. It might that's be satisfying to do. Doesn't mean you're going to be happy with the end result. No, because it's like... You want your body to look like a Play-Doh in a sock. Is that what we're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Just thumbing it in. Yeah. Um, I guess... And what is that when you just eat sausages? Is that when you're thumbing it in? Thumbing thumbing it in. That's me. Just thumbing it. Yeah. yeah. Just pack it out. Um, Yeah. But yes, there's going to be a point where it stops becoming, you know... Funny. Funny. <laughs> but I'm raising it now so that, you know, if this podcast goes on six or seven years, that yeah. many podcasts have done. Yeah. Do you want to do like a Mac out of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where you kind of get, get rid of fat for a season? he did that with complete... Well, well, he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose and he lost it and he's complete control of it. Yeah. Whereas Which actually seems a bit... M- more mental, mental. But also, mine wouldn't have control. It would be a slow death. You know, it would be a disintegration. And part of me wants to record, you know, as much as this podcast is an entertainment podcast, it's a light chat podcast, it's very much a thing of record. Me and Andrew both have very bad memories. I sometimes look back through old memories and I immediately am like, I remember that week because we've got every week down as a song. So I want it on record, me... Like I want, you know, like commentators saying, "I think World War Three is going to happen." Yeah. I want to be that guy for my own weight gain. So I think I might be fat. Well, this is the problem because fundamentally, we are a duo, yeah. and we've always said it would be fun if we were both fat. Yeah, doesn't work if one of us is fat. <laughs> Does it not? No. What doesn't. about Lauren Hardy? It doesn't work. And I think if, well, it, Lauren if, Hardy doesn't if it's work. funnier for one of us to be fat, it's me, and you know that's true. <laughs> and you know that's true. You know that's true. <laughs> you know that's the truth. It doesn't work as well if you're fat. I'm the funnier fat one. <laughs> so you can't do it, man. Yeah, I feel you like your to... I feel your fatness would be rounder and tighter. Do you know what I mean? Like mine well, is... I'm not saying phys- I, just for our characters as well. Is... Yeah, I just I can imagine because you're hairless. I can imagine you having a tight round, a tight little rounders, a pert you? belly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'd see it. And then mine would just, I think I could, I'd just be slobby. It'd just be fine. You know, just like just hanging off me. Sk- yeah, hanging down, skin well, hanging jowly down, and fucking like you kept mentioning when we were filming the yeah, other day. Just jowly, which that I, was you... the first onset of you being fat. <laughs> We, we were doing the sketch that we, we filmed at the uncles Horatio. where we have a wide shot and we're looking down. Horatio kept saying, Well, just do this angle where like your skin falls down. <laughs> we're like we're like your face falls down. I was like, Horatio, my face doesn't like my skin doesn't fall down on any angle. No, 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 no. I'll do this where it like I'm gonna, falls I'm gonna down. Admit, I was like, I'm not. I'm gonna admit. 
when I started really realizing a change, like I've re- I have. Was that an insecurity? No, no, it's not an insecurity because I'm more. I'm doing it more as a. I'm fascinated by this. It's, it's a social experiment. It's more. The thing is, it's going to be me like looking through. You know, one of those those boxes with gloves in them that scientists use when they're dealing with like radioactive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm doing that but it's to my own body. body, So it's going to be like, wow, this is growing fast. And then Uh 20 20 years go past and you're like, oh no, it's me. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Is I'm going to be like, this is fascinating. Look at it. Look how interesting. It has a mind of its own. And then, oh, it was me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever think you process excuses via comedy? (laughs) But more importantly, um, one of the one of the scariest moments mm. in recent time is that you can't see your f- feet anymore. <laughs> For the first time, when I jump and land, <laughs> <laughs> not all of me hits the ground at the same time. <laughs> okay, and that, I've never felt that before because <laughs> it's a very light layer of fat that I've introduced. <laughs> you feel a bounce. I notice when I land, yeah, and I've been lanky and bony. Bony, bony, skinny my whole life. Too much so. No, you don't. You definitely don't. It's a very subtle thing, but I just noticed when I land, it's like not all of me. And it's only the beginning. It's not a big thing. But it's the that start. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, not all of when, me. Can you talk me through the moment you realise that? <laughs> no, because you want it to be really embarrassing. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Because I just, I want to imagine. I want to picture. Because obviously, you're not going to shout about it. It will be a very internal thing. I think I was and doing. Your face a, just. I think goes. I was doing a bit. Yeah. A physical bit for BB. I was yeah. doing some act out, yeah, and then yeah. it very quickly stopped being lighthearted and being like. It's yeah. great when you realise something terrible in the middle of a bit. Because <laughs> you've just, you have. I can't remember what the bit and was. And the smile just sure off your face goes. I was doing some sort of skit for some hilarious, you know, pithy. Yeah. Uh, offbeat and then suddenly you're like what was that <laughs> and baby's laughing like, what are you laughing about <laughs> you're laughing because I'm, laugh I'm fat <laughs> I'm a fat piece of shit um, well it's it- really exciting I mean we're on um, we're, I mean, both, we're both we're ready to look, the metabolism is going to slow yeah. down and, and it must it's slowed down for I, mean, I, exercise, I also do football once a week and I have done for the last two three years that's that you don't seems do it to every not week. sadly because I can't get the ins anymore because it's too yeah, long, yeah, but, yeah. but for a long period I'd say seventy percent of the time I'm doing it so so there's something um and that's seemingly not enough <laughs> I mean well, obviously I could change my lifestyle but playing I, football not once a week yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> seemingly that's not enough and the problem is is that I see thirty year olds and I've, I look at their schlubby bodies and I'm like and I'm like the amount of work they have to do to look like shit and that's like best case scenario yeah yeah yeah. that's the problem is that i know what a 30 year old body is because i'm hanging out with a lot of 30 year olds because of comedy and i'm like look you're going to the gym and you can't eat bread just to look like shit to stop yourself looking like real shit do you know what i mean and i know that's coming and that's the that's the funny strange tragedy of the modern man yeah um the modern male, you know, when you back in the Stone Age, when you were hunting the whole time, I think everyone looked pretty fucking trim. You didn't have any flat. But yeah, now yeah. with the modern life, just to fucking, yeah, and of because course, yeah. everything has been objected with fucking horse cum and, you know, <laughs> pig shit. You know? That's the real fattener <laughs> in our diets. It's the horse cum. That's the, mo- that's the highest reason Cause, for cause the modern, adult obesity is horse cum in our diets. It's the modern, it's the Western diet. Why are they putting horse cum in yogurts? <laughs> Because they can get away with it. Because they it's can the get rid of it. Consistency. Because it's the consistency. Um, 
So yeah, and I, I just think the modern man's body is schlubby. It's also a fucking travesty that everything in our body that's good for us is just annoying. Like I was, it's, it's, I was the most frustrating thing and you're gonna, I don't, I'm just talking about recent events in my life here. Sounds here like we fucking go. Sounds like it's gonna be an annoying thing he's gonna say. No, it's not, right. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll, I'll reiterate this point. I just hope you get fat. Yeah, I know you do. You hope I get fat more than anyone. And you hate that I've started running. You hate it. I don't hate it. I, I, I was the one encouraging you. And now, I hate that you're fucking... Encouraging me? I'm like, when was the last time you exercised? Yeah, I'm not sure that's encouragement. I think that's belittling. <laughs> but let's... I, right, so no. It's the travesty of the modern human condition is that evolution hasn't caught up with ourselves. So that the reason why we like fatty foods is because it gives us energy. And when food was sparse, we needed that energy to survive. But now food is everywhere. We still have the same taste. So we're not drawn to salad. We're drawn to KFC, which is frustrating. Okay, don't have a go. <laughs> I'm not having a go at the colonel. Not me. I mean, you, no. <laughs> but, no, and it's just frustrating because he's like shoving it down salads. Just like, why can't this be? Because if it, if it was back in the day when we're shoveling down the meat of a deer, that is... That's good for us. And we enjoy, like how we enjoy a KFC now, we would have enjoyed a KFC back then, but we were like, this is really healthy because we fucking need it because there wasn't enough food. Yeah, fuck. That must have tasted like so incredible. It's incredible. And it tastes as good as like, yeah, better. Like when you're really hungry and have an amazing takeaway, that's it. But then it's the same, for them, it's the same as having a salad for us because they don't know when they're going to eat again next. Yeah. Which is fucking, and our, our evolution hasn't caught up. And it's even just in the body. The most frustrating thing about going for a run is the warming up and the cooling down of it. Yeah. So our muscle, because we're not constantly on the move, you have to put so much energy into not feeling like a fuck, not feeling terrible the next Awful, day. Yeah. And you're just there for like 15 minutes doing a warm up. Mm. And then uh, when you get back, all, all you want to do is lie on the sofa and eat something. But yeah. you have to fucking stretch. Yeah. And it's also. And it's like, ev- there are so many obstacles in the way of just being healthy. But and it's the stuff that you don't realise, which apart, is the most frustrating. Apart stuff. from maybe meat, which I reckon was still pretty good back then, everything else was fucking, you know, would fucking taste like shit to us now. Because what, what, like raw lion? No, because you cut, you cut your lion, wouldn't you? Well, you got they fire. Did, they must have been the time they didn't, but they didn't before we discovered fire. Well, stomachs were used to eating raw meat. But that I reckon we were a bit more monkey then, weren't we? Probably more monkey than human. Yeah. Well, I reckon no, we discovered, no. discovered Humans fire. Humans were around a long time before fire was discovered, I presume, but I have no I idea. I genuinely don't know that. That's interesting. I think, no, we used to eat raw meat. Yeah, we, we definitely did. used to eat raw meat. And also, we're built to eat bone marrow, which is interesting. Yeah, that's, why, that's why it tastes fucking amazing. It's like one of the best things incredible. you can have in a restaurant, yeah. Incredible. Um, they don't do I, it at KFC yet, though. They don't do it at KFC. Well, you, you know, you can you can find ways. Oh, man, I really want a KFC now. This is bad. Um, I, I had it at the this that restaurant that's like the bone marrow place but, yeah, it's what? called bone marrow place it's, it's yeah. odd it's a mission uh, style restaurant but. but it is interesting that it's only recently reintroduced into like fine dining or whatever and um yeah it's what is weird that the it's place like, it was on bourdain's thing yeah really place. yeah yeah how it was, was it it was incredible amazing. yeah incredible because yeah. it's like they, they had the the bone and then you scoop it out and then you the have marrow. it on a lovely bit of toast with parsley and a bit of salt and that's it just insane Perfect, yeah. but we're built for I don't, it. i've never had bone marrow so well, you, you have. I've just, I've lived it through other you, people. You have when you've had, like, because when you're gnawing at bones, I'm sure a bit of my marrow goes in there. You haven't had it served as a yeah, delicacy. Yeah, I guess so, yeah, yeah. But, but I, yeah, I do the, like on the our, bone, mate, yeah. our, for, there was, there's a period of, like, millions of years where we were just surviving on the African savannah. Yeah. Just pick, when lions had killed something, just going in, but the 
we're like the only ones who can get bone marrow. That's our that's our, our special skill, Get really, it. is bone marrow. That's like our <laughs> thing. Everyone's got their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Humans, bone- when we were an animal, our big thing was that we had the dexterity to get bone marrow. You rock up to once, all the lines are finished with whatever, and they just oh, there's nothing left. You think there's nothing left? <laughs> Watch this. All the lines. Millions all the, all of the years. Li- all the lines are going. What? What's the? What are these For guys doing? Millions of years. Watch this, you cunts. Snap the bone. <laughs> What? <laughs> for millions Bloody of good years. as well. You know, we've been super intelligent for 8,000 years. For millions of years, we're the bone marrow guys. We're the bone marrow guys. We <laughs> now are... we've got compu- We got loads of shit, all right? But for, when, when we were just an animal, yeah. homo sapiens walking the plains of Africa, yeah. we were just the bone marrow The sloppy seconds guy. <laughs> the sloppy seconds guy. <laughs> that was our thing. Cheaters can run I really fast. I love the idea of just a know? human tribe just walking up to this car. Hyenas have the strongest bite in the wild. We're the bone marrow guys. guys. <laughs> and we should be proud of our heritage. And we should go back to the bone marrow guys. Oh shit, I need to go. Um, what time is it? Uh, is that six? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah, go. Yeah. All right, thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.